0: Right, like who gives a shit that much about penguins? Like they're cool.
1: (laughs) They just stink. Like they smell. All
0: right, welcome back to the Binging and Bickering podcast, Uh, episode eleven, presented. Uh, charactertheory.com. He's Mike, I'm Dan And uh, we're recording literally a day after we just released last week's episode Um, So like don't outfit track me I know I'm wearing like the same fucking outfit I wore like two episodes ago It's like the end of Did you wash? It's the end of a wash cycle Like leave me alone Like this hit the wash immediately after the episode a couple weeks ago And then now it's like back again and I'm wearing it again so, leave me alone. Don't well, outfit
1: track me. You are notorious for getting multiple days out of jeans. Well, you don't wash jeans every time.
0: Like, I haven't washed these jeans in, like, two weeks. See, I don't know. Is that a thing?
1: Yeah. That's it? a
0: thing? Because they don't, like, carry, like, smells. Unless, like, you puke or shit in them.
1: Well, that's that's regular for me.
0: Right. So, you might wash your jeans more often than others. But, I yeah. I mean, like, if you don't, like, do anything to them. Like, even if I, like, go out, I think I've gone out to the bar in these jeans. Okay. Like, I hit them, like, if if they, like, if they're not feeling, like, fresh, you can kind of hit them with some fabric for breeze, like, just to make them feel a little lighter. But, like, you're not supposed to wash jeans every time you wear them, because, like, jeans are supposed to, like, get, like, worn in and worn out. I didn't know that. Yeah. But we aren't talking about jeans. No, we're so. talking about, uh, we're bringing back another TV Top 5. Um, so one of the more popular genres and dream te- team, I think our dream dream team teams. is kind of what we're okay. them as. Yeah. Um, so our TV dream teams of, uh, workplace shows. So I think one of the, I mean, a lot of shows take place it's in a workplace. One of place. the
1: stables of it, comedy TV, for sure. Well,
0: comedy TV is definitely the biggest part, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a comedy, yeah. but that is where, you know, you get your... Your at, at least NBC uh, shows. You have your um your office. You have your Parks and Rec. You have your Thirty Rock. You
1: have you know. Never seen Superstore. I heard it's good. Uh, so if you're a Superstore fan, it won't appear on this. Yeah. but I've, I've heard it's good. Um, I think uh Brooklyn Nine-Nine's on NBC Bro- Brooklyn now. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is on NBC. NBC.
0: It was on Fox. Um, but there's 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 plenty others. NBC just seems to be the king of them, um or queen. It's, 20, it's it's 2020. Yeah, we're inclusive. Yeah, <laughs> um, but we're gonna run through our dream team. So we're gonna give our uh, our boss our, our slacker slash wise ass. I love the phrase wise ass.
1: Um, well, I got that from the office because <laughs> D- D- Dwight's describing Jim, and he's like, "Is he gonna be a slacker, loser, wise ass?" Like, Jim. <laughs> we tried our best. To boil it down to five. After that, we have Heartbreaker, which is kind of the the romantic foil. There's then, always kind of one of them. Yeah, there, it's it's that's what kind of makes a good comedy. You need some heart. Yeah. Uh, Smarty Pants, which can be also an overachiever, kiss-ass maybe. And then you got your outcast, your wild cards, like Creed Bratton or something. <laughs> I'm sure that, you know, they could have been labeled different ways, but this is the best way we saw condensing it down to five. So if we're putting together our ideal workplace I guess with using all the characters that have existed in this space and that's that's what we're doing yeah um do you want to start i can but i feel like boss we might be in similar territory i'm i'm curious bec- so i feel like With office fans, if you don't pick Michael Scott, they'll skin you alive. And I love (laughs) Steve Carell as Michael Scott, one of my favorite TV characters ever, no doubt. But I didn't go with him. Mm. I also thought about taking Uncle Pete from Horace and from Louis C.K.'s Horace and Pete, but he's a little too racist and depressing for my liking. Um, And I feel like with Michael, like the the buffoonery forces everyone else to work too hard so if i was working for michael i feel like i'd actually have to do a lot of work right so i didn't go with them i'm between ron swanson from parks and rec nick offerman and frank reynolds okay from sunny are, where, are where, you
0: wait, wait I, i'm good i have a different one
1: so okay if you want to go with either one of those go ahead i don't know that okay. i'll go with frank because as much as he I would love mind, as much I as I would him. love to work for Ron the same thing happens where a lot of his inefficiencies get dumped on other people's feet with Frank he's just running a sham so with Frank I'm probably <laughs> working at a bar he's laundering money and we're out committing petty crimes he's cooking the books like you don't have to
0: you know that like you're in a business that's not going to fail like no matter what, like right. he's going to finance whatever happens. So you don't necessarily have to work that hard when I, Frank's the boss. I, I might because he'll some... just handle anything. Yeah. Unless he goes into his <laughs> warthog persona. Uh
1: right, then you right. That's then, no then th- Yeah, then That's you'd have no to good. work
0: hard. But if it's just regular like uh Frank who's gonna uh live in
1: squalor, like then then you're then I you're might get good. some supplemental money with him cooking the books. Although I don't know if I trust him that much, but
0: You'd have to be one, uh, his number two, like Dennis. I feel like Dennis does get more money on the side than the rest well, of the gang does. Because Dennis gets his, like, laser hair removal. Like, Dennis does all of these other things the that I feel like Remember the episode he reveals that than. he's
1: been, like, fucking Frank over for years through Frankito? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going with Frank. The, the least amount of work... And probably the most amount – the most adventures. I wouldn't say the most amount of fun because you find yourself in fucking, like, court and in front of the law and having rivalries with people all the time. You got to squash your beefs. So for, I'll work for Frank. Frank's Frank's the boss of my okay. dream team.
0: Uh, I'm going to go Leslie Note from great Parks event. and Rec. I, I just – like, yes, Michael Scott. Like, I get – like, Michael Scott is what comes to mind when you pick this, but – over the last couple of years, like you know, I mean, like we were college students over the last couple of years, and I, I like you know, the office, the office has taken over people's entire personalities. Like I, I feel like people think it's a personality trait to like that show, and not that it, not that it's a bad show or anything like that. Like you know, yes, the office is great, but I think Parks and Rec, I, I feel like has a lot more, like heart to it. I, I like I really enjoy Leslie Note. Like she. I feel like has like the perfect energy for a boss like yes she has like her quirks and character flaws like you know she's like too positive and like sometimes like fit th- like her like her plan needs to be like the only way like things need to get done but at the end of the day, like things do get done in Pawnee and like Leslie Nope like cares about her community and cares about her like her staff. And I feel like you know, working in that department underneath Leslie Nope, like she's like a great boss. And, like she's not She'll like Michael also do Scott. all your work. Oh yeah, like She'll she like she needs to get stuff done so much so that she like takes it on her own plate and um, Anybody with any type of role or personality like fits into that Pawnee office uh, except for Jerry uh so, you know um so Even i she i know and I that's the, like that's the thing like like jerry is such a great like <laughs> i just love that show because like jerry um uh christy brinkley's his wife and he's got <laughs> It's like, what is keeping this guy together when he gets shit on at work? Like he has to change his name. They start calling him a Gary. different name, just because. Like, um, so uh, yeah, Leslie Nope. Like she's an awesome boss. Parks and Rec is is um, compared to The Office. Uh, like it's an underrated show, um, but I think it does get to it get yep. its own respect and whatnot. So uh, I'm I, I gotta go with Parks and Rec here.
1: I great show, great choice. I'll go back to Jerry for a second. My favorite moment of the entire of the entire show maybe. It's one of my favorites is Jerry retires and then he comes back and he's going to work like part-time at the end of the episode so they don't write him off and he stays on. And when when they announce that he's coming back, he accidentally knocks over a computer. And Andy just, you hear Andy off-screen laughing, and he just goes, classic new guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention
0: Parks and Rec created, uh, like, or gave Chris Pratt Fat like, Pratt. his yeah. his start. And now Chris Pratt is, I, I mean, Star-Lord and one of the biggest stars on the planet right now. So, like, a lot of great things out of Parks and Rec.
1: Yeah, great choice. So, we'll move on to, to your slacker loser wise ass. I can't I can't pick Dennis. I, I I want to
0: diversify this a little bit. I I wanted to diversify as much as possible, but I I do have two characters from the same show on my list just cuz it's hard and I love the show so like I can't not. Um but like it, it's hard. I mean TV like you stick to you know, everybody has their own shows, and I feel like you have to be a little bit biased. But the reason we're doing a list is so we want to hear yours. You're gonna hear ours, so you know, sound off in the comments. I, so we're gonna keep rolling yeah, through ours.
1: Yeah. So I thought I wanted to go with Dennis so bad, but I'll I'll pivot. Just know that I want to pick Dennis Reynolds. Because him and Frank together is fucking amazing. I wanted to as well. But I'm not. I'm not gonna pick Dennis. I, th- who oh, I'm not, I want, I also love Jim doing some pranks with Frank and Jim would be a lot of fun, but Jim Halpert, I'll also pass on. I almost went with Sterling Archer as well. Cause the adventures with him would even That's be, would be even more fun. And he's <laughs> a raging alcoholic, yeah. but I'm going to go with Jake Peralta from Brooklyn nine, nine because well. he'll keep us out of the courts. And and so Jake's down to clown to have a good time for shenanigans and all that kind of fun stuff. But he'll keep us out of Johnny Law's hands. And I, I just love Andy Samberg is so fucking charming. And that role is perfect for him. Wario cheats. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great it's show. A, he's awesome. Yeah, oh, I, I should have mentioned Raymond Holt for my boss honorable mention as well. Yeah. But yeah, I'll go with Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's, he's awesome. A lot of fun he's he's he'll be my slacker wise ass okay um mine definitely goes into the slacker
0: wise ass uh category it's uh sean spencer uh from psych i thought psych would appear yeah, yeah um so psych is my favorite show of all time um and the heart of the show is at uh james uh james Rodé rodriguez his his Sean Spencer is such a great character because his like he's a he he acts like a fucking child and he he tricks the Santa Barbara police department into thinking that it, them into thinking that he's a psychic detective but really he's just ultra observant yeah. and is able to figure out and solve these crimes on his own and by using pop culture references and being a, a smart ass when he was a slacker kind of his whole life he finds his calling to solve all these crimes and be able to help out a bunch of people um, but like you know even though he does solve crimes and have to deal with like murderers and 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 thieves and all of these other things like he remains like such a smart ass like you know, like always making a joke, always making a pop culture reference, always wanting to get food or something like that. Uh, Sean and well, and, uh, Gus, his, his friend played by Dulé Hill. Like they, they're the best like TV friendship in I, my opinion. And, and I, I gotta go with Sean for my slacker.
1: I actually feel between the pop culture references and smart ass quips that Jake Peralta and Sean Spencer would they're be pretty similar. Really yeah. fucking funny together.
0: Yeah. Um, and like working on that uh like working on the uh like in the same like police department i feel like that would be a bit. and to, to continue with nbc psych originally aired on usa which you, the usa network is owned by nbc universal okay. so like psych kind of does fall into that nbc yeah. category like nbc is killing
1: the game with these work workplace yeah. uh shows so we're moving on to we'll label it heartbreaker but they they serve more of a purpose than that, more of our romantic foil, and I'm gonna go with who did, I thought of Pam. I fucking love Pam. Might be my favorite character in the Office. Pam is like the all time like
0: girl and girl from the Office. Like, uh, she like obviously her and and Jim's relationship in the Office is like you know like people like on the people are like are always like oh i need to find my jim or i need to find my pam because like that is like the tv relationship yeah. at least in the modern era um so like pam is like the is like the office girl because it's not just like jim jim ends up with her but uh like toby like Toby has a crush on her secretly and you find the thing out. And then she's married or she's engaged to Roy uh, for like the first three seasons of the show. And Michael like uh, has his moments with Pam where like, he's just being nice to her. She's being nice to him. And he takes that the wrong way. Like they're, they're like Pam, like obviously is like the office girl where like several people have like crushes on her. And that's kind of like the type of character that um, these female characters always kind of have in these shows.
1: Right and people always say the office was never the same after michael scott everyone agrees 100% yeah but the only reason i think it remained watchable after was because jenna fisher was still there you you kind of cared about her and jim's story to pull you to the end yeah so i i, I think that she's equally as important for getting it across the finish line cuz it could have really took a dumpster dive if like like what happened with scrubs In the last season, all the main people attached to the show left. Mm. So it avoided doing that because I think she stuck around. Pam's a great choice, but I'm going to go with Lana Kane from Archer. That's an awesome pick. Who is, once again, she plays the love triangle role between Sterling Archer, the show's alcoholic spy main character, and Cyril, who's a total fucking geek dweeb, and just how, how she, like, they'll be on a mission, like, in the middle of a fucking gunfight, and she's in her bra and panties, yeah. like, talking about her business downstairs, and she is just the perfect foul-mouthed, strong woman to fit in with someone like Frank Reynolds running the show. And she And she's... she'll stand up for herself more than D does and put Frank in his place. And she's voiced by Rosaria Dawson, right? I, no, she's no. not. She's, she's not? not. I actually want to look up who voices her because I it, I fucking don't on my phone. But it's not. I can't remember her name. Who's voiced by Rosaria Dawson? Is it Aisha Taylor or something like that? Oh, it is Aisha Taylor. Aisha Taylor. Yeah. She's great. And I I Lana Kane, awesome, badass character. And once again, like Jake Peralta saves Frank from running the business into complete despair, but she'll play along and she'll, and she'll add to the crudeness and vileness of the group. So Lana Kane, that's who I'm going with. Okay. Um, Here's my repeat. I'm going uh,
0: Juliet O'Hara from psych as well. And here's me putting my, 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 out there as as psych being such an amazing show because like it, sean and Juliet's relationship builds so like perfectly like they have these moments in the show where it's like i'd compare it to at least from a film standpoint like la la land like when um uh ryan gosling and emma stone like are in like the planetarium like yeah. watching the movie and like they have this kind of like tense scene where like uh, like he he wants to go like hold her hand and like everybody like knows that kind of anxiety like when you go out on a date with somebody for the first time and like you're kind of like unsure of like how to make a move. It's like oh, do I like go to hold her hand? Do like I put my arm around her? Like do I do these things? And like I feel like Lala La Land captured that perfectly. Psych does that perfectly throughout the show for Sean and and Juliet, and you know it's like yeah, like a lot of shows do it, but like. Psych is such an awesome fucking show. And I feel like, it, you know, it does have like this cult following online. Um, but like, it's such an awesome show. And like, I would put Sean and Juliet's relationship well above Jim and Pam's. I think Jim and Pam is overrated. Uh, my, I think. Any I, reasoning why? Well, like, the, the those moments between Sean and Juliet are great. But I also just think like they're chemistry on like on screen just like makes sense it's like the very first like episode where she's introduced is the second episode of the show and like sean like right out of the gate like tries like flirting with her um and stuff and then like she's the one who like denies it at first and is like no like i'm not gonna date that guy because like he comes on too strong he's making too many pop culture references and then like you know like she thinks he's like too much of a child But then he ends up being, like, an incredible, like, detective, and she's impressed by just how, like, genuine he is and, like, caring about police work, and it builds, like, the the psych show is eight seasons long, and I think they get together by season six. Okay. Um, So it takes So it it does take a while, but, like, I think, like, the season finale of, like, four, like, she tries to ask him out, but then, like, he's like, you couldn't have worse timing. Like, he was about to, like, go out with this other girl who he had, uh, like for him was like the one that got away. So like he sees her for a whole season and then by six, like they do get together. Um, so like, there's a lot of like, you know, awesome, like tension of like, Oh, like, no, like they, like they're supposed to be together, but then they're not. Cause like Sean's not ready at one yeah. point, And then Juliet's not ready at another point. It, it's just great. I love it.
1: I think uh, going back to Jim and Pam, <clears throat> them building up to being married is, I think like untouchable, but there's a, a thing that goes around the internet when Jim and Pam get married, people think they turn into kind of elitist assholes around the, uh, around the rest of the office. And it's kind of fucking true. Yeah. So I would never call Jim and Pam's relationship overrated. I love it. It might be my favorite in television history. I don't know, but I, I respect the pick, but I just them leading up to being married, through the Niagara sequence, all great. I just wanted to touch upon I, that. I just think that, like, you know. Amy, Jake and Amy and Brooklyn 99 like, 9 also great. Like,
0: I get why, you know, like, yeah, like, it's not overrated because it is, like, properly rated. Like, yes, it is, like, the TV relationship. Like, I get that. I just think there are so many other ones right. that it's, like, where, like, the, the moments between them are so kind of, like, you know just as sweet or like even sweeter than some of the moments between jim and i think jim like cutting his tie is fucking dumb <laughs> like people are like oh that's so cute She had a little tear in his dress and he makes himself look like an asshole i <laughs> like it a- no like her- you're not gonna see the little tear in her veil for the pictures for the rest of time you're always gonna look at your wedding picture for the rest of time and you're gonna be like oh, fuck,
1: why I, I love that? when his brother goes wear a tie much after that, on stage, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll move on though. Yeah. So we got Lana Kane and what's her name again? Juliet O'Hare. Juliet Juliette O'Hare. Okay. So we're moving on to our like sm- sm- uh, smarty pants, overachiever, maybe kiss ass. I was originally going to say Leslie Nope. Okay. But I, I, we'll, I'll, I'll mix up the list a little bit. Be- the only reason I wasn't going to say her as a boss is because. Ron it, Ron is her boss, I guess, but she's also a boss of the de, of uh, the parks and Rec department as well. Yeah. anyway, right. I almost went with Amy Santiago as well from Brooklyn 99. Great, that would have been a great pick. But I'll go with fucking Dwight, okay because <laughs> I feel like Dwight and Frank would just have some amazing interactions. And the more I'm thinking about it, the more work actually gets done in this faux, Workplace, I'm setting up because Dwight diligently works. Lana Kane's good at her job, and Jake Peralta is good at his job. He's just a fucking idiot. Jake and Dwight would absolutely hate each other. So, you have a bit of a gym. You have a bit of a gym in there with the prank polling. I, I think, I
0: think, uh, like Dwight wouldn't question too much into
1: Frank's like, <laughs> Could you imagine, dealings, like Dwight because Dwight would Frank's kiss ass. Frank's ass. Frank's and, like, we gotta. <laughs> What's what's one of Frank's schemes? Frank's like, we gotta launder this money, and Dwight's like, going out of his way to like shake people down for like racketeering (laughs) and intimidation or something like that. Wearing a pumpkin head. Yeah, I I had to have the office on here somewhere. I'm wearing the goddamn shirt. Yeah. So I'll go with Ray and Wilson for Dwight Schrute. Just fantastic.
0: I have an honorable mention here. Um, My honorable mention is Ehrlich Bachman from Silicon Valley. Um, Great. Great job. TJ Miller as Ehrlich Bachman is just such an incredible character. And, like, I loved Silicon Valley, like, start to finish. And, like, I think the the criticisms of the show uh, are quite valid uh, as the show kind of uh, last for being longer. repetitious for, for last yeah. uh, as the show lasted longer the seasons kind of continued to follow the same type of formula uh, so much so that that even speculated into T.J. Miller exiting the show as Ehrlich Bachman I really love the way Silic- Silicon Valley wrapped up but um, there is a hole in the last two seasons of the show without Ehrlich and it's because T.J. Miller's smart ass stoner Douchebag, fat-headed, like ego of of a character, (laughs) like, like is just absolutely fantastic, and like he kind of is like what, because the show is about like tech nerds in Silicon Valley trying to make a company happen, and like it doesn't happen without Ehrlich, and I feel like because he doesn't, like he fits in Silicon Valley because he doesn't fit. Right, and, and that's why he's such an amazing well, character. One of
1: the best lines in the entire show <laughs> is when he talks to Gavin Belson and he goes... <laughs> I'm Ehrlich Bachman, creator of Aviato. This is Big Head. He lives in my incubator. And Gavin goes, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> Gavin Belson is an incredible
0: character as well. He turned, like his his arc as a character in that whole show is really fucking funny. And also Ehrlich says, you just brought piss to a shit, <laughs> shit fight. <laughs>
1: Or when so, he takes mushrooms in the desert. Yeah, he's like, uh, we, need oh, a, fuck.
0: He, uh, we need a a vision. He's like, we need to go on a vision quest. Um, but I'm not picking Ehrlich. Uh I'm actually gonna go with Cliff from Cheers. And he's he's played by John Ratzenberger. He's so funny. Cliff is like he... You know, like, yeah, he, he kind of has, like, these wise kind of, like, observational moments for Sam, uh, Sam Malone's bar, um, you know, and he has, like, episodes that are kind of, like, based around him and everything like that, but the reason why like Cliff is an awesome character is because like he always has like the answer for something even if he's not right. And I feel like that's kind of like a perfect smart ass character. Like he's got advice for something and he and like he always has an opinion on something whether he's right or wrong, like he's gonna stick to his opinion. and that is why Pixar made him the voice of ham <laughs> 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 And like I, I like, I haven't watched Cheers from start to finish. I'm I've wanted to. Like I'm like two and a half seasons in. Uh, I've just watched it here and there. It's an awesome show. Like Cheers Cheers is an awesome show. My parents show. are big fans. Um but like Cliff Cliff is a great character and I I I just love like his like everything about him you know john ratzenberger's voice is, is, is great uh but like i i like that he has an opinion on something whether he's right or wrong like cliff is just gonna say it so cliff is my smart ass uh, character
1: i like that because it's, it's very out of the norm of what we've been talking yeah. about because we've been hitting the 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 most recent ones that are very famous i think mash would probably fall in as well to this category yeah. a show i haven't seen but I, another one my dad's a big fan of. alan alda's great in that yes Almost as good as Uncle Pete, Yeah. And Pete. But our last category is your wild card or outcast. We touched upon Ehrlich. That's actually who I had. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but he, he again, we, we talked, there might be some overlap yeah. in some of these. Like you said, he's a bit of an outsider in Silicon Valley. That's why I went with him. And once again, with this fucking ragtag of people I've assembled. I just... The amount of drugs that <laughs> Frank and Ehrlich would be doing together would be, would be insane. Like... if it, I, I just love like, that, like, every episode of Silicon Valley, is basically, you basically see Ehrlich hitting a bong, and every, on almost every episode of fucking Sunny, you see Frank doing fucking blow. So it's like... Ehrlich. <laughs> Ehrlich just
0: like one one episode he like wears a Steve Jobs outfit
1: and like he has his hair up and he's just like holding a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it's like come on. Man. What are you doing? It's very interesting too because I have two law enforcement people in this workplace environment and like and Frank are just
0: doing drugs. Yeah, you're just part of it. Like Jake Peralta would have to be a uh, like a dirty.
1: <laughs> Frank could be like also, uh, I just thought of this. The nice thing with having Dwight and Frank is is Dwight's a great number too. Yeah. And Frank would like force him to do drugs. If you want to be my assistant, you got to do this heroin or something. He's like <laughs> He's like, "Can you get me one of them bobbleheads?" heads are
0: badass. <laughs> he,
1: he, yeah, it's like it's like the egg. He'd go around <laughs> selling it to other bars. It's a, wolf, a jumping off point. Wolf Cola. Wolf.
0: <laughs> I, I had Ehrlich.
1: I was Ehrlich also... would be able to sell Wolf Cola really he, he well, would, too. He would. He would. So I, I had Ehrlich. I'll say that. I also mentioned Russ Hanneman, okay. who is another character wow. from Silicon Valley. Character. Big time outcast and Wild Card. A lot of business savvy and connections for Frank. Where's that fucking kid? Um, Damn it. Am I at the wrong school school? again? (laughs) He's going to peel out. Move, move, move out of the way. I, I mentioned Russ as well. Did you, are you going with
0: Creed? I'm going with Creed. Uh, my honorable mention here, like, I didn't want to double up twice, uh, but Jared Jared is one of my favorite characters in Silicon Valley because, like, he seems like this goody two-shoes guy, but really he, like, is, like, this creepy, like, got raised really poorly and, like, could be a serial killer. This and guy he, fucks. Ha- he has this these moments where, like, he, like, freaks the fuck out and, like he he'd be an awesome assistant to have as well um you know like looking back on it uh like if i did like a my tv mob like i like if i weren't doing smither's <laughs> jared, i'd man. probably do jared but um i'm going creed because creed is like my favorite character from the office and like he you know and i don't i didn't have an office character on my list yet um, but like Creed is the wild card, and the thing about Creed that's just so amazing is that all of his lines are fucking memorable. And it's because he's so weird. Like he's he's this old dude that is just so mysterious and like he does all these weird fucking things. Um, like and then he like he ends up being like a fucking vicious like murderer.
1: Like you know, <laughs> I think he's like, I, I think he's a drug peddler or something like that. Like, but, uh, uh, but he, there's in, there's also references to murder. Like as well. he like he is blood. like <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's got blood. Like he he gets like he is like a drug peddling murderer and like but he he inserts himself into this office in Scranton Pennsylvania and like that is wild card and like the thing about like even like the whole persona of Creed Bratton the actor whose name is Creed Bratton like that's not his real name he he's a, he was like a member of a band and he still is but like back like in like the 70s like this guy like tripped out so bad and like blacked out that he woke up like found like an ID that said Creed Bratton and he just went with that name and he's been like Creed Bratton ever since like that's wild what a like guy. the whole like human behind like obviously like the human behind him isn't like actually like you know like a drug peddling killer like his character is but like I just love like everything about Creed Bratton. Like that is wild card. He's my favorite character in the office. I like I love the strike, scream and run moment where he fucking hits Meredith in the back of the head. I, I love I the, the fucking the, the best CPR. two mi- the best two minutes in television, the fucking CPR scene where he goes, You were in the parking lot earlier.
1: That's how I know you. Like it has nothing to do with the rest of the fucking scene or show. <laughs> and he just blurts that out. Um, Do you remember when he becomes boss? Bo-body's Bo, <laughs> Bo fun. And they're doing acronyms. And, and Kevin's like, business. And he's like, I like it. And he misspells, misspells business. business. <laughs> and Pam's like, we need a new manager. But also, he brings in his, the new receptionist to the office. And he's like, find out what language this is. And like, that's the scene. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and when he uses the the,
0: um, the printer ink to make his hair black. Also, when he says, Jim, I live down by the corner. We should hang out so
1: we can throw things down there. The Taliban are the worst. Great heroin, though. <laughs> he, he's the ultimate outcast. Yeah. He was on my list, of course. Yeah. Cree Bratton. Um, but that... Oh, we didn't mention Andy Dwyer either. Where would he go? He'd probably be an outcast too. Uh he could be an overachiever though. No. Andy shines shoes. And he's not a smarty pants. He's the dingus. Yeah. But you wanna know. Yeah, I forgot that we were talking about Donna hey. Meagle's also a little bit of like a. Of a wild card as well. She's great. So many great. That's what's... These these workplace comedies, that's why they work so well. Is the, the the It's not just one character. Right. It's the you entire can, you, cast. That's why so many of them reappear throughout our list. Yeah.
0: And it's modern television, and we kind of watch and like the same kind of shows. So this is a perfect episode, and we're done.
1: Yeah, we're Be on. sure to
0: like... Well, uh, to like, subscribe, comment. This is the this is like an episode where commenting is is really the the most important part. It, it's it and subscribe well subscribing actually is the most important part. So you guys can get more content like this. But commenting because this these lists can go anywhere. I mean, like like Ehrlich fit in a completely different category as a runner up yeah. for me than he did for you, and that's the interesting parts about these lists. So what we need you guys to do is to comment below on our YouTube page. You can still leave comments on our audio version as well on SoundCloud and iTunes. When you when you rate on there, you can write comments underneath. So we want to hear your workplace TV dream teams. You heard ours. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, and we'd love to hear from you guys. This is a big response week. We want to see those subscriber numbers up for both audio and video. Uh, and this is a big week for it.
1: Yeah. I think you covered all the bases. I want to add one thing. I did not talk about Mad Men, one of the greatest shows ever. So I've yet to watch it, it. It didn't. It did not appear on my list, but I'm. I didn't forget about you. I just tried to keep it comedic. John Hamm. John Hamm. Christina Hendricks. <laughs> so that's where we'll leave off.
0: Yeah. Uh, keep watching movies. Keep watching TV. Don't forget to like, subs- uh, subscribe, and comment uh youtube soundcloud itunes we're on all of them uh give a like to our facebook page too because we're on there just look up binging and bickering on facebook uh and until next episode we'll catch you guys later see ya